Hey guys, thanks for taking the drive down State Street. In today's episode, we cover part three of A Hero with a Thousand Faces. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to State Street. Hey guys, it is the co-host of Voice, Nick Kleitch. Uh, and with me as always, Jeremy and Cole. How are we doing, gentlemen? Nick, we're doing great. It was uh, just an absolutely fantastic day out today. I'm uh, I'm super pumped to get on the uh, the podcast with you guys again. We got uh, we got some great a great guests for you guys coming up this week, and you know I'm I'm ready to get going. Not only do we have that, you guys, uh, episode ninety nine. What a time to be alive! What a time to be recording! Fantastic weekend here in Sacramento, California. Beautiful weather. There were some drinks flowing. Good times had by all. Um, and I am excited to to kind of get into the 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 weeds with the hero with the hero with a thousand faces um, and some really really thick, deep, heavy stuff uh, when we're talking about the you know. Re- return and refusal of return and ultimate boon and and the like so uh nick please get us into this um and just electrify the state street residents with with our conversation i uh i hope we can do that i think that is our intent uh as much as we can with these books um but you guys didn't ask how i was doing so i'll go ahead and tell the residents how i'm doing i'm doing really well i uh, i got to enjoy the nice weather in in des moines iowa actually um went to some breweries uh, it was my sister's birthday and um a lot different than small town iowa that's for sure <laughs> well yeah that's what you get i mean when you leave a town of like two people and go to the the big city man uh it, it different world and then you and then you move away half a, halfway across the country to a, a city that's double the size of of even that city that you don't like to go to and and whole different ball game um so glad you had that experience though happy for you yes it was good and there is a reason why i don't live in those places but our residents are not entertained by that our residents will be though entertained by the final portion here of the hero's journey in more or less describing it and and hopefully coming full circle so we had originally covered the initiation process and and being called either directly or non-directly and then a lot of the the adversities uh that the hero has to face and and how he is able to build his or her strength along the way where we are now and that is the the coming back the fulfillment of why the hero had set out in the first place and some of the uh, moral or ethical obligations to the betterment of society and and whatnot so that's what cole is referring to as getting into the weeds so once we have achieved the task at hand we've defeated or met the final uh challenge uh we got to come back we can't uh we can't stay there uh or can we stay there cole Oh, that's uh, that's that's the that's a one big decision. That as soon as you beat that boss level, or or you conquer whatever conquest, or or conquer whatever challenge you set forth to to do, or to complete, or to defeat whatever the the end goal was, um, the decision has to be made. Am I gonna stay in this uh, realm? I guess we can call it that 
I am the hero and this is my journey and the journey continues on and maybe there is even a greater or bigger purpose or do I take all of the wisdom, the supernatural power um, as detailed in the book um, or the, uh, the, the, the new skills obtained as a part of the journey that has been fulfilled and completed, do I take those back with me to the realm of humanity, the, the normal, the everyday, and m- allow people the chance to look into the wisdom, the skills that, that the hero has gained, the supernatural powers uh, as detailed in the book again, and, uh, and give them the chance to have a little taste of what that's like and maybe, maybe strengthen or, or elevate them on their own journey. We're really in a service yeah. portion of this book. Uh, well, and what we were talking about off air was the the conscious choice, either stay in a blissful state or come back and and try to better society with what you have earned. The first thing that really comes to mind, and I love this analogy just because I'm a huge Marvel fan uh, of the residents out there. I'm not sure if you saw Endgame by chance, but uh, Tony Stark is is not the leader, uh, Iron Man, but he is the guy that does a lot for the the squad. And uh, he had got to the point where he was good. He didn't want to go back down and and try to save and resurrect society. This is after Thanos had wiped out half and he had got a family started. And so he's like, you know what? What is done is done. It's been hard. I've, I've had my successes along the way, and I get it, guys. You might have a, a way for us to do this, but I just want to live a simple life, and I just want to chill. But the group needs Tony to be able to, to potentially come back and, and save the universe. Cole, I'm not sure. Did you ever get to see Endgame by chance? I did. It was a great depiction of the hero's journey. Yeah, absolutely. So he has this moral and ethical decision of, do I have to save or rather, excuse me, do I stay at home with my wife, my kids, and just that's it, I'm accepting it? Or is it always going to be this unscratched itch that you have that knowing there could be potential to do it. So for those that have seen it, obviously he gets called back to uh, the duty of, of solving the major problem and he ends up doing it successfully. Um, and I think the beautiful part of that or why I bring that analogy into this specific episode is because that is, it's all part of it. But at the end of the day, Iron Man is most at his game or he's most pure when he is called to, to serve as Iron Man. Well, and, and when he's called to serve as Iron Man to humanity is the big thing. And, and um, elevating the, the folks around him that weren't necessarily always a part of the journey, right? He's taking all this information that we've gathered all along the way and storing it in the back of, the, of, of his mind, taking everything into account, making sure details are correct, and then regurgitating that back to the the general public or or doing things for the betterment of the general world um once returning from you know the in in the case of marvel like the the fight with thanos um or anything it's you know you come back and 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 you slay the dragon and you and you save the princess okay now i detail that the next you know the next quest that that someone um has to to tackle or overcome 
it makes it that much easier. And now there's wisdom, there are skills, maybe there are powers that are obtained that the hero has to labor. And, and, and I say labor because it is still work uh, for humanity. But, but giving that to humanity, serving uh, the, the, human, the humankind, the normal people, the, those who, who are, are everyday, those who are not um, the, the main focus of this entire journey is the key here. Yeah, and, and two good side points to add on is if we didn't have the heroes of the world to help to help coach, to mentor, to guide, um, it, it's it is a disservice to not leverage the the talents and the gifts of the superheroes, Iron Man specifically. But this always doesn't necessarily end well. And and putting yourself on the line and and this example specifically, uh, the hero's journey that we're covering in the book doesn't necessarily talk about this, but there's a chance that it doesn't work out and and he doesn't actually come back. So in some sense, when we reach that fulfillment, we do have that obligation, but we're not a hundred and ten percent sure that it, it could work out. And and I think that is something to consider as well too to make the argument for the the other side of him not wanting to do it because he he could die. In the movie, for those that have seen, he was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the person that had to do it to make sure everything worked out. And he knew and he talked to his wife about it and his kid that there was a chance that he could pass away. Uh, but in doing so, saving saving the world. So in some sense, he actually uh, did live out the ultimate you know, end of the hero's journey. He completely saved the universe from what had at that time been the, the worst villain or the most destructive villain. Um, so why do I get into such detail here or why do I bring this up is we do battle that more than we think in a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, I, I'm just in sales. Cole's just in sales. Jer Jeremy is uh, in his analytics field, but we could have influence on those people and we may not even know. But it, is it our obligation to do that for them or should we be a little selfish and just make sure we're taken care of? Well, and it, it, it bleeds perfectly kind of into the next section, the, the magic flight, but um, it does go back to as you continue to, or, or as you obtain knowledge and you begin to see success and you begin to conquer that journey that's laid out for you, just as a as an everyday person in sales or or analytics or an engineering or accounting or whatever like your field or industry is, you you then are that you then have the moral choice, kind of go to go back to what Nick said. Do I? Do I keep this all to myself and ride off into the sunset uh, and ne never to be heard of never to be heard from again, or do I make that return back to the the kingdom of humanity? Is what our book says: the kingdom of humanity, uh, the the world of the normal folk, and share the the wisdom and the powers and the success and the the notes that I have accumulated over this entire journey. And ultimately defeating um, something quite notable. And you're you're not morally obligated to do this, but I would argue it's the the right thing to do, even though it it may be the harder thing to do. Like we can go back to the Tony Stark analogy. Was it was it the tough decision to make? Absolutely. Was it the right thing to do? Absolutely. Did it end up killing him? Absolutely. But you're you're not morally obligated to lift the others around you or make other people better. However. 
it will make your your quality of life better and more more often than not you will become elevated yourself like we saw tony stark he basically you know he's the savior of humanity now so i mean we're, we'll use we can use a, a movie reference i guess but it i mean just day-to-day life like you you can be someone's hero i guess well and and jeremy to that point i love what you said at the beginning of that it's it's not necessarily the easy thing it's the hard thing to do because think about it from this perspective think about you just overcame this like seemingly insurmountable challenge right the the battle with thanos for the marvel or you're beating that that boss level um boss or whatever that boss level figure and you're completely exhausted you're completely tapped and it may even result like nick says in death but when you choose to do this and then give out the the betterment unto other people and i'm gonna bleed right into our next section uh that is when you get actually the most help then because folks know you're tired because folks know you're battered and bruised and and you've been been to hell and back um and it, it bleeds right into the magic flight which is where it's the final stage of the adventure the final stage of the journey and it's com- and it's supported completely by all the powers of the supernatural patron like that that fairy godmother character or that 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 ancient guide um or or maybe it's just a, a spirit figure that has been guiding this hero along the way this is when it all comes full circle and all of the powers that 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 supernatural patron or guide or fairy godmother character has is put to use for the betterment of the hero so they can continue to bestow all of these great things that they've accumulated over the course of this journey onto others. And to uh, to add on this too, I want to make sure I, I address this um, portion because Jeremy, you made a great point. I think sometimes the hero is expected to do this, even though they are a person in and of itself. It's just that they're what they do or how they do it um, is what is so utilized by society. Um, but does that does that make them responsible? You know, does that make them responsible to have to step up and showcase that when at the end of the day they they might not want to? They may just want to kick their feet up and relax just as much as as you do. You know, what if uh, uh, what if that never never came through um, and they're able to just kind of go on to that next portion of of their life? And um, what if they didn't step up? You know, and I I think I'm playing and holding that stance hard because. We need to very much so appreciate those that have, because if those that have wouldn't have received the courage or used their courage to step forward, we would have never seen the the evolution of society. Um, but I think that's also like a, a good point, though. Are are they actually obligated to do so just because they've built out their talents in a in a specific field? Um, and the answer is they they don't. They don't. They choose to do it because they feel very fulfilled. I apologize for backtracking on the conversation a little bit, but I do think it's important to note because, uh, like for example, uh, Nick Saban for the Alabama football team, uh, does he have to go ahead and coach? I'm sure there's days he's really jacked up and he doesn't want to, but that's his obligation because he has reached the certain epitome of these certain things. So, um, you know, just because people are rich or just because people are, are super great doesn't mean that they don't don't face the same adversities uh, that you do. They just have different ways of maybe approaching uh, how they expel their uh, their skill sets to the world. But I apologize for for tangenting on our our State Street residents, and I'll I'll, ha- I'll hand her back over to you, Cole. 
Well, and we get so we get to the magic flight. And that's kind of exactly what I was talking about with with all these supernatural powers. You're you're completely exhausted. You're tired. You want to kick your feet up. And it's like God dang it! I uh, I I got some more work to do. We got some more labor to be done. Um, and and boy, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get to to do this. And that's where that help that help comes. The the help is needed, and and that's why the guide is ultimately there because. They know that this this hero on this journey is going to get to this ultimate boon. They're going to get beat up and bruised, ultimately come out on the better side of it um, for the betterment of themselves and for humanity. Um, and then it's like, hey, we got we got one more set. We got one one more uh, one more workout to do. One more one more little one more little task to complete. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to be the one to get you through it. We're going to crank the music up a little higher. Uh, I'm going to get a little excited or maybe, maybe, you know, we're going to, I'm going to make some things happen with the, with the powers that I've been given, um, as your aid to the hero. And, uh, and I, I just, I use the workout analogy because that's exactly what it is. Maybe you're coming off a big squat and it's like, well, shit, I don't think I can do anything else. And that music just gets bumped up a, a couple notches higher, and the blood fart, the the blood just starts flowing again, and uh, it, it's it's like, all right, hey, that's uh, we got we got one more little thing to do, and, and then we're in the promised land, and and we can eventually kick our feet up. There's no rest for the weary. Yeah, and I think uh, something to highlight in this specific portion is what support can do for you because how many times are we in that state of mind and we don't think we can move forward, but yet we just feel, we get that feeling of love, that feeling of support, the feeling of, hey, I know you're super tired, but can you can you do it for me? You know, Can you do one more for me? And somehow, some way, we always end up mustering that courage to be able to get it done, or at least we're attempting to do so. Um, but yeah, this is this is a really cool portion because it's it's easy to uh, it's easy to be called in some sense to do whatever you're called to do and and fighting the adversities or things that we'll all have to face. But this actually is a decision for us to to when we have fulfilled our destiny to want to either a do more or have another journey that we go on. Or do we just remain comfortable in that in that full cycle of fulfillment of the hero's journey? Um, so the the latter part of this conversation, uh, and we can touch on it then too, is you know once you've hit that certain point, uh, do you need to to relish in it and rejuvenate your strength? Um, but there again, challenges are, are not going away, and so this just kind of levels you up. Take the time that you need to, and um, then then that next phase or that next uh, level again. Um, is is maybe the the start of a new, and I think that evolution process is is really really cool. But uh, just goes to show how difficult the process can be. At the same token, there's a really good quote in here uh, for the magic flight, and it says a popular variety of the magic flight is that in which objects are left behind to speak for the fugitive and thus delay pursuit. So when you do this. And and you do rely on that guide, that helping hand, which it, it may not always be easy to rely on or or to uh, to take, especially coming off such a, a massive victory. You think you can tackle the world, um, even though you are completely exhausted and, and tired and, and need to rest your body. Uh, doing this little bit extra we've been talking about, it, uh, it speaks, and, and when it says speak for the fugitive and thus delays pursuit, 
the whatever challenge uh, you overcome, if you're doing this little bit extra, it's going to delay that challenge from popping up again. It's going to delay the 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 boss level from coming back stronger or or you're going to be able to give as the hero folks who may have to encounter this challenge in the future a better idea so that it's not as much of a challenge so that that uh that pursuit of overcoming it is delayed and or maybe then eliminated altogether uh but it's it's more so about getting ahead of the game staying ahead of the curve at this point yeah, and to, uh, that's such a, a, a cool thing to bring up because uh, if you're someone that, that hasn't, so I'll turn the, the angle back on the person who maybe is the member of society that feels like, oh, you know what, Iron Man will just get it. Like, he's good. He'll take care of it. You're just as at fault for not getting to the next level of your evolution to serve the people that you would influence. And I think that at a very, very, very high level of this book that has showed me that everything really does matter and everyone's individual pursuits are what collectively keep society moving on. So if you if you're someone sitting here listening to it and you're like, gosh, you know, I've I've really fulfilled that certain level and I've been resting for a while, maybe you're the one that needs to be called to adventure to hit that next stage, to get to that next version of whomever uh, that is. And and through that process, you're going to continue to be able to influence more people. Um, So I want us to all hold ourselves accountable to whatever we do may face, because as as simple as it is, you may think that you have no influence on others, but I, I think you do more than you think. Well, and and talk about influence on others and staying ahead of the curve. I'm going to bring up Chi-Town Blankets right now. It's a perfect and natural time to do so. That's exactly where we're at, you guys. Chi-Town Blankets, we're we're officially out of, of, for the most part, the cold weather. I know in the Midwest, it sounds like you guys will be getting getting a little cold weather uh, in the next week or so. But uh, we're we're out of cold weather season. Um, The blankets, while may not seem all that important at this point, they are more th- more important than ever because we want to stay ahead of the curve on this. You never know when that first snow is going to come uh, towards the, the back half of 2021 and the folks at Chi-Town Blankets need to be prepared and we are all the folks listening to this and, and putting this out. We are the folks that help that can help them stay ahead of the curve. They have so many great visions. We talk to Dom regularly uh, and hear from Jack every now and then and it's like, what are you guys doing? And and the the amount of exciting things that they have going on, whether it be massive donations or partnering with new folks, uh, is fantastic. And it's allowing them to stay ahead of the curve. Now we need to do our part and and help them stay ahead of the curve as far as having enough blankets um, for those in need. So if you're gonna do so, uh, for if you if you are knowing someone who is wanting to do this. Go to ChiTownBlankets.com. You can donate monetarily. You can donate by uh, purchasing blankets and and sending them to Dom and his team uh, to be distributed once that cold weather hits again and and they are needed um, and in high demand. You can also subscribe to the newsletter so you can follow along with what's going on and all the great stuff they're doing. But Nick, I'm going to turn it back to you and Jeremy um, to keep us on this hero's journey and, and wrapping this up. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool to to think about, and uh, as much as the work or the season is not in season right now, now is the time to continue to build, to develop, 
and those guys are, are definitely doing that. Um, maybe said another way from the earlier comment, uh, if you watch throughout the series uh, on Iron Man specifically, I, I really like him. That's that's why I'm bringing it up. But you can tell the version of what he is trying to put forth to the team is consistently evolving, evolving over time too. So uh, I've come to reading this book to know that uh, it's never over really until it's over. Uh, there, there's no real actual stop and rest. There is a constant progression or a constant roller coaster of call to action, needing to put in the work, having to battle the adversities. But then there is the the comeback, the the defeating of the the ultimate boss, and and then being able to level up and rest and restore. Um, but life wouldn't be life would not be too fun if all we did was just do that once or just reach that certain level and then that's it. I think that's kind of the beautiful dichotomy is that we do have that cycle and there are going to be some lows, but there are always going to be some highs as well too. So I just shared that uh, analogy to kind of put it in a different sense to know that we we are we should all hold ourselves responsible for getting to that next level. Um, and uh, yeah. Well, so uh, the kind of to your point, Nick, the, the outcome is also never the same, right? And exactly where we're at with, with the magic flight uh, and, and the, the return, uh, there's also the rescue from without. And this is, this is one of those other outcomes. This is one of those, those other um, opportunities that a, our hero figure would have to come back to the human world, but it's more so the the human kingdom, the human world, the human realm coming back to get him. And it's kind of not to beat a dead horse with this Marvel thing. And I'm so sorry, but it's it's like the scene in the in, in the the last movie where all of the the heroes come, and it's like an infamous scene. They're all coming from all their different realms and all their different places, and and they're all appearing in this one place for like for that last battle scene. That is what the rescue from without is. It's not the hero going back to the world with this great conquest. Uh, it's the world coming. It's the different realms coming to the hero, coming almost coming to the hero's rescue um, at a time of need and at a time of finalization and completion um, in the, the journey. And it's just one of the many outcomes that can happen, um, as we go through this process time and time again, like Nick just detailed. Yeah. And I think the timing of it is right when the hero feels fully defeated as well, too. It's ironic how in that, that movie, you know, you had gotten to the point where like, oh my gosh, like they are going to get defeated. This is the end game. And then to have all of that support staff and, and the rebound effect all come through to fruition, it just rejuvenates the the whole chance. And um, I know maybe we've touched on this a little bit too, but uh, it just goes to show the, the power of society at a larger level that though at the end of the day, we are humans and, and we do need to take care of our own individual uh, works and challenges, uh, we are at our best when we all come together and when we all have this ability to hold our, ourselves accountable and, and continue to push forward, the more you put emphasis on the superheroes, the more the superheroes are going to burnt out. Um, I would much rather have multiple superheroes than only three or four of them that uh, that have to hold the whole burden. And uh, what's most beautiful about that is it's controllable. But as we kind of move forward uh, in this final portion here, it had just talked about the the coexistence of the two worlds and and the two and the new evolution of the hero. So being able to hit this new personal level, uh, whether that's in your relationships in your in your career, um, after you've gone through the journey, 
to know that uh, the world now is either expecting this of you or you're going through this and and people are now starting to realize and, and respect you for going through that journey and finding the balance of like what that new world looks like. Um, and I think that the terminology I would use here maybe is ever changing because it's it's never just an, an instant um, like this is what it is forever. Um, but that's why I think there is that fight to maintain that balance uh, as it pertains to the the mastering of two worlds. Or if you could expand on Cole, that, Cole. <laughs> well, and and there's the, the quote kind of actually to your point, Nick, before you even said all that, um, the two kingdoms, the two realms are actually one. Right now, one realm may have to save the other or or the hero may have to save, you know, the hero realm may have to save the the human realm or or vice versa. Uh, but you're right. You're also right. And it's never um, it, it ne- like that process never ceases as we're coming to the end of this. And um, it talks about, you know, the crossing of the return threshold. It literally says, uh, let, let me find it. The hero adventures out of the land we know into darkness. There accomplishes his adventure or again is simply lost to us, imprisoned or in danger. And their return is described as coming back out of that yonder zone. So that yonder zone is just anytime you go away, anytime you come back from that, I think the the goal, and obviously the, the yonder zone and the realm in which you, you leave um, aren't one, right? Like they are one, they are one, there is the you had the possibility to go from one or the other and come back. Uh, so they are one realm, but they're two different, they're two completely different worlds in which two completely different things are accomplished and, and trying to, you're trying to obtain. It's, uh, it's always so interesting to think how different these journeys can be. And it, it's kind of like, it, it, it's kind of like how different of a person you can be when you're in the yonder zone, you're completely focused. You're completely dialed in on exactly that adventure that you're undertaking. And then you come back to the the human realm or the human kingdom. And it's like, Hey, here, here's what we've learned. Here's, here's how we go forward. Here's how we move, um, either move past it or move forward from the success or the bad that has happened. Um, so that it does not happen again. And so that history does not repeat itself. And that's kind of the whole premise we're talking about is not letting history repeat itself after we've completed a hero's journey once. Yeah. Or, or what, what does that next, next tier look like? Well, we shouldn't ever face the same, uh, issues or the same problems. If we do, that means we're not undertaking this progression as the hero and going through the journey. Now, remember in the first part, the refusal of the call. So there is a, a large uncomfortability in when you are called, whether directly or indirectly. So just because your friend or uh, your cousin is someone that you know is more adverse to taking on challenges, that doesn't mean that you yourself are not the one to be called as well. They're going through it. They may handle it more differently, or they may not. They may just showcase it uh, as they're calm and cool. But they're probably freaking out as well. And I think that's it's very shared amongst other heroes. And I, I'm starting to understand why the book is called what it is: the hero with a thousand faces. In some sense, that everyone is really going through that, and other people could be at a very different place than you when you interact with them. And I think that's that's what's really dense about this concept is everyone is at a different part of their hero's journey. Um, and and knowing where you're at and they're at, um, I think it's, I don't know, it just it adds a complexity to the world for sure. 
I kind of like what Cole said when uh, when he said we're we're not going to let history repeat itself because no matter what part of the the hero's journey you're in, you should always be you know looking for those those things. All right, all right, I can take that back to uh, to reality. I can take that back to reality, or I can take this back to the different realms, and and so that you, it doesn't happen again. So you don't have to go on this journey once again and and defeat the the whatever is in in front of you, right? And that's kind of kind of what the last couple parts of the return are kind of about is like coming back to reality and and bringing those those experiences and that knowledge that not everyone else has anymore because you're the only you and maybe like two or three other people that went on this journey with you are the only ones that actually have the knowledge of this this new thing that you've learned or this new journey. So there's there's one other thing that I wanted to touch on in kind of relation to what Nick said. Uh, about how everybody, when when you interact with people, um, especially in everyday life, they're at different, they're at completely different parts of their own hero's journey or their own personal journey, uh, and it's just it, it, it's a very simple thing, but it's all about time. And it's you know there's a, there's a quote in here that says that the single the equating of a single year in paradise to one hundred of earthly existence is a motif well known to myth. And the reason I bring that up is because in a personal journey. How fast does time fly when you're having fun? When things are going good, everything's moving in the right direction and, and things are looking up, right? There's there's on the horizon, there's better things and there's better ahead and greener pastures. Uh, but that doesn't always mean the folks that you're interacting with uh, are, are on those, are is in that paradise state, we'll say. Uh, and I think that is kind of to Nick's point, it, it's all about that's the complexity of this book. It's the complexity of this life. And it's uh, it's a it's an interesting concept. It's one that shouldn't be understated because when you come across people, you should be sensitive to the fact that, uh, well, yeah, my life may be going a hundred miles an hour, and I'm loving it. I'm moving. I'm making shit happen. Uh, there may be maybe folks, especially within this last calendar year, you guys and and us three know it just as well as as a lot of other folks. Um, but. There, there, there are times when it feels like, geez, can this day just end, please? Can this, like, will this day ever end? Things are not going my way. I, I can't get something to go right. I can't make a right decision or a right call. Um, and uh, it, again, it's a, it's a very simple concept, but I, I, it was interesting to me that this was put in here at the end of the, the, the book because it is so true. Uh, when you interact with people, whether you're in a paradise state or whether you're in a state of a hundred year existence being in one day, um, do not let that dictate the amount of progress that you are making. Whether it be one hundred year, one hundred years is is one day, or one day uh, is is se- seems like like seconds. Um, the the amount of progress made is still the same. Yes, absolutely. Well, and and you're adding value per that individual, whatever or whatever your speed is. And um, I love that there is a responsibility for everyone in that. So if you're someone at the low trench, your responsibility is to work like hell to to get to the upper part. And if you're on your high right now, you need to work like hell to prepare better for uh, you know for the lows. Um, I do know our our good friends over at Driftless Quality Wear. They're uh, both in preparation for for their uh, outdoor explorations here coming up. And, and in fact, they're going to be rolling out their summer line if they already haven't. Um, they are, are, again, doing some really, really cool things. Uh, I think they're they're still working on the Corona cleanup, Jeremy, uh, or what's what's the update there? 
Yeah, so over the past year, for all the, the items of clothing that you have purchased, they are now heading to their state, local, and national parks to initiate their corona cleanup. So they will pick up a pound of trash from those parks for every item of clothing that you purchase. So, I mean, guys, you guys did a great job. Now they're out there picking up trash. They also, like uh, like our good friends over in Chi-Town Blankets, have a newsletter that you could join. You can join the Driftless family. I'm literally on their website right now. And you can sign up to get, and it gives you access to exclusive offers, first to crack at new products and other great info. So guys, if you enjoy Driftless Quality Wear, you can head over to their website, join that newsletter. And if you want to buy something, enter our code State Street at checkout to get 10% off. I love supporting uh, small businesses uh, during this time and as we're coming out of it. But um, we, I have one more thing to add, gentlemen. I don't know how you guys are sitting. I'm going to go ahead and pass the torch off here before we do. Um, and then we'll go ahead and uh, give a shout out uh, to the, a specific human. Uh, on my end, Nick, the, the only other thing kind of to wrap up this, this portion of the book, um, freedom to live. And there's a really good quote that says, the battlefield is symbolic of the field of life where every creature lives on the death of another. Um, let that sink in. That's uh, not meant to be morbid. It is meant to mean that we are always striving for more. We are always striving for better. Um, and in that pursuit, uh, there are people that, that do have to fall short in order for us to, um, to complete our hero's journey. Um, that does not mean that they are lesser because of that. Um, but in the grand scope of things, um, obviously, you know, you never want to be selfish. You want to be able to, to serve as many people along this way that we can. Um, and, uh, and that was kind of the whole essence of this last part is becoming the absolute best person to overcome that ultimate boon, return back to the world in which you came serve as many people as you can with the knowledge and the power that you have obtained and been given um, so that they may may not be those who uh, have, have to be are, are surpassed uh, by others in pursuit of, of another on their quest. So um, great, great way to wrap up the hero's journey. We'll, we'll obviously have one more awesome episode coming on this book kind of wrap it up uh, and put a nice bow on it. But Nick, I'll turn it back to you to get us out of here. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And I, I love that too. My, uh, my small spin on it is whether you feel this way or not, you do have an obligation to pass the torch to somebody else. And I think that is the cool part about this is for those that haven't maybe been applying themselves or, or have been resting for maybe a little bit too long, there are people out there, they might not be in your life right now, but they are, are just chopping at the bit to utilize your experience and utilize what you've gone through. And, and so your kind of moral obligation, if you will, is to be able to become that best version so you can pass that torch to the next uh, Tony Stark. I don't know if there'd ever be a, a young Tony Stark. I don't know if we could ever Iron Man Jr. Maybe. Um, but the, uh, the last thing for me on this is using times of, of good. And when things are going well, to really bulk up on your tools and resources and things to help manage the downtimes. It's too easy to give up and just kick your feet up and please do if you need to. However, there's no better time to plan for bad and prepare for the winter times or the adversities when you're playing on top. 
that's when the skill development comes in. That's when you're you're adding, you know, maybe a new way you approach certain things for your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health, all that stuff. Play from ahead, and so that way the the winters aren't as rough. But that was a really fun way to wrap up that specific portion. Uh, our guest coming out though, this guy is electric. He is a, a young man that has really just overcome the odds in, in so many ways and and has a really cool backstory. Um, but what I think is so cool about this, guys, is we finally get to hit on number 100 and what a journey that has been. So thank you guys for supporting us along the way. Please tune into this and that uh, kind of grand, grand opening or grand uh, 100 episode mark for State Street. Um, but until next time, guys.